Pickaxe. Hey all, I'm Dr. Alok Kanoja, but the internet knows me as Dr. K. I spent seven years studying to become a monk and then became a psychiatrist. I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, Healthy Gamer GG where we combine my clinical experience of practicing psychiatry and sprinkle in years of experience as a meditation teacher and sort of focus on spirituality. So on the podcast, we're going to approach very common everyday problems from each of these lenses. And what we really do well is blend science and spirituality to create the most accessible solutions for people for their everyday problems. So check us out at Healthy Gamer GG on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple. Extended Rest for the month of January is brought to you today by DungeonFog.com. DungeonFog is a premium set of map-making tools for your tabletop game, and it comes with a host of features. They're all listed on their website. I urge each and every one of you to at least go check it out, see what they're offering. You can share maps, you can download maps that other people have made. It converts the map you just made into text-based notes in case you're running a little late and you don't want to write all that out. It's really amazing. Please go check them out at DungeonFog.com. Howdy, everybody out there. Uh, welcome to Extended Rest for January 2018. I'm Jason. I'm normally the Dungeon Master. Uh, but tonight we have a lovely host of panelists that are going to talk about the last few episodes we posted for January. Uh, let's start with uh, Alex. Hey, Alex. Hi, I'm Alex. And normally I play Braylon, the halfling bard on Group B. Ooh, and Kelsey. I'm Kelsey. And normally I play Aster, the elven archer on Group A. And Jasper. Uh, this is Jasper. Uh, normally, I play Jason Fermenter, uh, but uh, on DNR, I play Merrick Ethelred. And Zach? What's up? Uh, my name is Zach. Normally, I play Avalan Bates, the human fighter on Group C. Oh, good lord. So, we're going to get ready, and uh, we're going to start with episode 22 of Arc 2 on the Mend, uh, which is a Group C episode. Uh, it aired January 1st, which is... It was really satisfying for my OCD. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to start a new, the new episode yeah. of the new year? Yeah. Just started okay. on a Monday with the first and new episode. That just It just felt good. Do you do the same thing? Like when you buy stuff, do you give exact change if you have exact change? I don't carry cash on me, but I would if I did. Then you're not true OCD. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm opposed. Okay. I got one question for you, mm-hmm. Jason. If you go to the movies and you buy a box of, say, I don't know, like chocolate-covered raisins. Ew, but okay. Well, okay, or whatever. Right, I'm sorry. I don't have no judgment. Reese's Pieces. No, 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 Reese's Pieces. Okay, much better. Um, Do you eat one at a time, or do you put one on one side of your mouth and one on the other? If they're different colors, I have to have one of each color in my mouth. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you're telling me you're going to replace... Tony Shalhoub and the reimagining reboot of Monk is what you're saying. <laughs> Stunk. I, Stunk. <laughs> See, I was going to make an Antonio Scarpacci joke for my Wings Stunk. fans out there. Oh. No. Wow. No one Deep cut. That. that one hurt. <laughs> that, that one's good. 
Oh my god. Anyway, Group C. Uh, man, we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff with Group C today. Um, uh, Group C. Uh, so they make themselves at home in Oda Call, and they're basically finding out about how the city works, kind of uh, the gears behind the scenes, that type of thing. Uh, and to get started with that, they have this chat with Poe in the uh, in the tavern. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys, because we've been getting some questions about Poe, specifically for, for feedback later and stuff, but was it as dire as... It was kind of laid out when you when you first got there, like his uh, his his drunken condition, that type of thing. Was it as bad as you figured it was going to be, or was it was it a little better? Well, it couldn't have been that bad because you know he was still he still had a job, he was still working. So <laughs> he you know he was he, he was um I feel like he functioned well. He's one of those type of guys per se. Like a functioning no. alcoholic? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't call him an alcoholic just yeah, yet. Yeah, alcoholic's a, it's a rough yeah. term. But actually, yeah. he still functions pretty well. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly had the impression, and it was not necessarily because of anything said. I just think I got the impression that maybe Poe was super down on his luck. Like, mm. yeah, he maybe had a job, but it was probably like a grimy job that maybe he was it was a little bit more shady than he let on or something i don't know i just kind of i i guess i was just expecting him to him to be super down on his luck um so i was i was glad for that to not be quite it it's just you know he's just getting by right now he's just like a dude i Um, i i feel like for him it's kind of a thing to do yeah i don't feel like he's good at just sitting somewhere and not like he probably did for a while yeah, and then just kind of realized, well, I can make a, I can make a living, and I can maybe help some people. Yeah, that didn't come across at first. I, I thought he was going to be a little bit, like I said, more shady. Right. But, uh, it, was, it was good to. It was good that he was. It's like he, he drinks because it's just something to do. It's just he's just bored, but it's not destructive. Like he didn't see that. I guess that's it. He, I thought he was going to be more destructive to himself than he was. So yeah. So it's good to know that he was just like, you know, hey, listen, I got some, I'm, you know, I'm known here. They're helping me out. Everything's cool. And can you help me out? I feel like we've seen drunker characters on the show that are, yeah, more, yeah. that are more destructive, probably. Totally. So, yeah. Um, following that up, uh, we had this lovely chat where Elrath goes back to the temple and talk to, uh, talks to Vasis, the cleric that, uh, that had saved your life. And there was this, um, there was this really nice conversation. And I feel like Lisa's been doing a really good job at that recently, just, uh, kind of knocking that out of the park, having these, um, like one on one conversational moments or, or generally speaking up more, I guess, as, as Elrath. Uh, have you guys noticed that? Definitely. 100%. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. big difference from like group, group four to group, Group is Group C, or you guys Group, group A. C. I forget Group C. Yeah, uh, it's a huge difference. I think that because the players who are on Group Four are now like kind of spread out in these different groups, it's like almost like giving a, a, a plant a new pot to grow in, a bigger pot. Oh, you know? that's a good, uh, nice. That's a nice analogy. I like it. 
Scab done. That's it. Contribution for the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true though. No, it's exactly right. Um, you know what's interesting is that that Elrath, well, I guess Lisa didn't really say very much as Elrath while Elrath was super super sick, right? So it's like, what would Elrath think about? Elrath is really sick and turns over and vomits. You know, like right. It, it, but given the moment, she's ready to go. Like, so I, I hats off to Lisa that she's actually playing the character really, really well. Does that make sense? So yeah, she's not just no. trying to jump in and say a bunch of shit. It's like, no, Elrath would not, would actually probably be nauseated right now. And here's the thing. I feel like uh, anybody who was put in that position, if you have to sit on the bench for six months, because mm-hmm. she, she did, basically. she Her character, like, I feel like the phrase, I'm just going to sit back. And I feel like, like, I feel like that phrase, like, that was started a lot of times. It's like she had to sit on the bench for six months for role play for the most part. There were some moments, obviously, but for any time the group was in combat, any time the group had to sort of run ahead and leave the cart behind, any time, like, Elrath got left behind or wasn't fully functional. So I think a lot of people's instinct would be to make up for lost time or kind of talk at a turn, over talk somebody or, or trying to jump to the front of the line to get those moments back. And I feel like Lisa has been really good at not doing that and just kind oh, of yeah. picking spots. For oh, sure. of course. For sure. Yeah. Oh, of course. I definitely a hundred percent agree with that. And, um, I think I, in group C recently, we've, um, we've been, uh, well, we, you know, we had a problem with like not wanting to talk over each other as a group. Yeah. So we're we're starting to come into like each other's moments, and you know, really really filling out the space. I think it's only getting better, to be honest. Do you feel like it's been easier on Group C? For whatever uh, reason, just to yes, make up with the group? yes, because because um, unlike before when it was Group Four, now we're all at the same starting line. It's not like someone's just jumping into someone else's um problem or something. We're all just right. coming in together this new season, so. It gave a lot of people another chance to take a take a swing role play wise at something they might not have done last season. Which again, that's always a rough thing to. And I, gee, I think all you guys, yeah, everyone here had to do that at some point yeah. when you got added to your original groups. You had to jump into the train that was already moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the group yeah. B train had derailed and then got put back on the tracks. That was a new train. We built a new train. Yeah. <laughs> new train. Light rail, baby. Yes, yeah, you, you got it at the right time there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Hold on. Let's. This is a fun exercise. Let's go back. Oh, no. Because group two, I, I, I remember when Alex jumped on, because that was mm-hmm. basically new train, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. So that's rebuilding in Fairbay. Group three, we had... Uh, uh, Jasper and Max start at the same time, so that was very much you guys were jumping in and and running. That was uh, that was a shoehorn. That, that yeah, like, we liked it. <laughs> I mean, you know, you just basically it was just like screw it, just <laughs> dive in, go. You, you were know, in like, a sewer, weren't now. you? We were in the back alley. I mean, back, it, was, it, might as, it might as well have been a sewer. <laughs> something. I thought it was, I remember it being like staying by an empty sewer pipe or something. It's like, follow me this way. And like, I, I remember it that way. I, I could be foolish. There's shit. candy and gold down here. <laughs> <laughs> and There's my tree. <laughs> group four, we had Avalanche and Ephany jump in, uh, and you fought a bear. Yeah. Bear almost killed me. 
<laughs> and with Kelsey... Best one, by far. <laughs> pulling Thoral's pants down? Well, having Thoral pull his own pants down. Yep. That's what I remember from that. Yeah. I have to say, though, like, when I was, as a listener, hearing Kelsey join this one, I was like, thank God, they need someone like this in there. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> it's full of screaming kids with no steering wheel. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> it makes me feel a bit better. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, the no. kids were still screaming, but now yeah. the, the yeah. car was going in a certain direction. That, yeah. that was not the, the popular opinion at the time. So, <laughs> oh, Diana was definitely like one of my favorite like additions for sure. Yeah, the, I, the character reminded me of like a really well done uh, Dragon Age Inquisition character, and I know that all of us at the time were like, yeah, all into Dragon Age. <laughs> yeah, I wish that things could have gone differently with her, but we all know that that train wreck, so <laughs> we don't need to. Well, here's the thing. You and I have had conversations about that, yeah. and I'd like to have another one. That, that could happen. Okay. Because um, I, I wanted to do something for the two-year jump forward. Yes. I, I, I didn't want to bring it up because I was like kind of afraid to. But, Dude, always yeah, bring it up. Awesome. Yeah, I, I was kind of, that would be really cool. So, yeah, Always bring it up. That's the because here's the thing: there are there are you know fifteen to eighteen characters at any given time on the show, and you know plus NPCs and stuff like that. Things are gonna fall through the cracks. Just jump in with it. Oh Just, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, and also yeah, we had so much going on. It's like this doesn't really matter right now. But yeah, that would be rad. Awesome. So moving on to to wrap up this episode, I wanted to talk about this because there was some stuff behind the scenes that I wanted to I wanted to talk about. I talked to Bree about this earlier today. Uh, so at the end of this episode, end of uh, Arc Two, Episode Twenty Two, there was a rematch uh, between Clara and Talati, the 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 Minotaur. So before the match, there was a bunch of spells and stuff cast, and we had we ended up having. We ended up having the, the 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 rematch, and then there was some th- there was a bit of fallout afterward because I th- th- it was a classic case of just wires getting crossed, and not everyone was on the same page, so they didn't understand the repercussions for things that were happening. Yeah, it was a bad time. It was bad, so we ended up having a pretty big discussion behind the scenes to get everyone back <clears throat> on the same page, and uh, we. We did record. Uh, we did record another episode after that. I think it went really, really well. Yes, yes. completely um, agree. We, we got we got everything back on. But leading up to that, what did you guys? What were you guys thinking? What, are you, what were you feeling? Because it was, it was. It definitely wasn't a heated conversation, but it was like, ah, oh, damn. Now we gotta we gotta talk about this because like everybody was because like Jane felt bad because Jane yeah. definitely didn't see. Uh, what she was doing as cheating because right. she interpreted the spells differently. Like it was, it was more a helping hand and aid, not, not, mm-hmm. not like juicing. Um, yeah. Yep. And, and honestly, I think I was egging that on a little bit like, Oh yeah, I'll do it too. Is what, what sort of like, I'll jump in too and do something. And then of course the wires were crossed there. And, but I kind of felt responsible for all that stuff, but, uh, but I mean, yeah. it's not a blame thing. It was just, I, 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 it's definitely not a blame thing. I feel like it was just like, oh, well, everyone interpreted it differently, and there was a lot of stuff going on. Everyone wanted to help. 
and it just kind of it just kind of ran amok. It did, and I, did Avalanche? Avalanche wasn't doing anything other than just sort of like cheering on, right? I think I think I said Avalanche was eating at the table. <laughs> if I remember correctly, <laughs> which which was put the, me in a tough spot because I was like I was surprised that mm, I don't know. It was I didn't I didn't see it. I didn't see that um, going that way. To be honest, I didn't. Um, <laughs> I didn't think I didn't realize it was cheating until I realized how Brie felt about it. Like, um, because she wanted that moment to say, like, "All right, I can take this person. I just wanna, I just wanna have a fair fight." But I didn't. I even I didn't even realize it like that because I was making jokes like, "Yeah, just you know, slip a spell under, you know, just uh, like 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 try to try to stealth it in there." But like then you realize stel- uh, spells don't work like that, right? And you don't know who's watching and how they're watching. So we, I feel like there's a lot we didn't take into account in how serious they could take cheating. But it was still like just they wanted to help. Right. I mean, totally. The, number one, it's a casino. I'm sure they care about cheating, you know, like so yeah. much. And yet it didn't even cross my mind even thinking about it. But uh, I don't know. I, you know, there's no blame. It doesn't matter about blame. But honestly, the responsibility, I, I started jumping in because I thought this would be fun. Like, this will be fun to to make, uh, you know, Clara look, you know, more badass and just do a fun thing. And I thought it would be like a, a, a I don't know, just kind of like a silly and fun story moment, but really no, no, nothing of any consequence. And then it kind of ballooned poorly, unfortunately, a, a little bit. But the bigger issue here is that, and this is what came out sort of afterwards, and and I felt like a heel um, was, I mean, Bree was playing, and this is Bree's character, and Bree wants to, you know, do something with her character, and then, you know, me and then egging other people on just started jumping onto it too, like me too. I'm going to do something for your character too. And it's like actually. The spotlight's over here right now. It's not really on anybody else. So, you know, we just, I just felt bad and I know Jane felt bad and it was just, it was just a stupid, didn't think about it moment and oops, made a mistake. Didn't mean to hurt anybody's feelings. I I kind of almost like that though, just as far as like in character, because like that seems like totally something that would happen in real life. Like you just like do something without thinking about it. And then, oh, suddenly there are consequences and we have to figure yeah. this out and right. this conflict and stuff. So but you, you see, that's why I was so like in the background on board for it. Cause it makes for such a great story. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, but if you think about it, like think about like how Las Vegas would treat cheating, like a gambling system <laughs> right. for a payout. It, we, you know, I won't tell you what happens, but I feel like, we could have got in a lot of trouble now that I think about it. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they ended up killing Elrath and, and letting the rest <laughs> of us go is, is telling that they take it seriously. Well, but we got also easy. A, is what I'm well, but the, yeah, the Eladrin are fair, right? But actually, fair. They, they gave her back Sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought uh, it was interesting. Um <clears throat> uh and I I was talking after it initially happened. Um I was talking with Bree about it and I was like, well, I I, I basically it was the same thing Kelsey kind of said that it's like, okay, this is a new wrinkle. Like every time you sit down to the table, it's a new opportunity for role play. So, yeah, that obviously didn't go 
uh, it didn't like stuff like that happens where it's like there are five or six people in a group and everyone's thinking different things and sometimes wires get crossed. So you just sit down the next time and it kind of becomes this opportunity to show a different side of that character. Like, would Clara be remorseful for that? Would Clara be, you know, is, is it more angry? Is it more, you know, so asking, asking a bunch of those questions. And I really like the episode that we, that we got to sit down and record, yeah. which is like three and a half hours long. I'm editing that right now. <laughs> I think the next episode is great for Clara's development as a character. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think it shows a lot. Right. So that's the only, you know, there is a couple, an unintended um, consequence, which was, you know, like, sorry, you know, there's a social contract when you're playing a game with other people, whether it's Parcheesi or D&D, and that's, it's your turn. <laughs> and like, and it will be my turn later. And, and that was kind of stepped on. Um, and that was the, the, the shitty part. But the good part was that it did end up making for some story and for some character development. And honestly, probably some character development that hasn't even come to light yet. Um, you know, like what did that mean for you know how how bad does Merrick feel for having been you know un, uncaring or thinking about that kind of thing when he's usually the mother <laughs> the mother hen um, right like what's going on with Merrick kind of a thing like that's down the road but I'm saying it, it character development's everywhere and that so you know even there, there's there's good things that come out of even bad things like that <clears throat> and you know what I really love about it I I love that it gives us a new like bond to the city like we did something here. You know, like someone could come out of nowhere and be like, hey, you remember when you did this? You, oh, we need a favor now. Come come this way. It gives us <clears> something <throat> like that. And I'm really looking forward to like what direction we move on in the city. I'm I'm interested to see what you guys do. Um, um so that's pretty much episode twenty two. That was <clears throat> um uh, obviously the the I believe the next episode that's going to be going up after this is a follow up on that. So if you guys are waiting to see what happens, look forward to look forward to February, man. Uh, let's see. Episode 23 Knuckles aired on uh, January 8th, 2018. Uh, this is a group A episode. And what's weird about this one is that there is a there, it kind of the end of the episode kind of mirrors what happened on group C where there's a one-on-one fight. There's, there's a, there's, there's kind of a chance for a character to get some buffs beforehand. And they, yeah, they, it's weird. It's, it's kind of weird how they mirrored each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so essentially this is group a getting paid for their job, settling back into, into winter Haven and, uh, and just making themselves at home. And we start things out <clears throat> Um, group A getting paid for getting paid extra basically for, for all the work they did with the orcs and the elves and, and, uh, going above and beyond. Um, and before we move on to the play thing, cause I want to talk about that. Does it feel like it's been that long? Cause you guys had time to rescue these orcs, defeat some slavers, bring them back to their camp. Negotiate a peace with the orcs, then go to the elves, and that's a lot of shit. Yeah, it, it does when you say it like that. It's like, <laughs> I think it's because it was like stretched out over so much time in real life, it didn't feel like that much. Like almost, it's kind of like forgot, like, oh, right, this started off with this whole slavery thing. It's like, wow, yeah. But 
it popped up on my uh on my Facebook. This time last year, we were just wrapping up arc one. Oh man. <laughs> we were getting ready to post episode yeah. two hundred. So we've almost been doing arc two. We've been doing it for like eight or nine months. Yeah. Oh, crap. It does not feel like that. No, it feels like eight weeks, maybe. Yeah, it totally doesn't feel... Seriously. It's, it's so weird. We only get to play with you guys basically once a month now. Yeah. <laughs> maybe a little more. And uh, it's... it's. I want more. I'm selfish. <laughs> <clears throat> but you guys set a location and a date for the play with Leroy. <laughs> How do you think that's going to go? Because we haven't recorded it yet. Yeah, no, we're recording that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Man, I think it's going to come down to dice rolls. I mean, everything does, but, like, I think it's going to be, like, to see, like, what parts of the play are going to be good and what parts are going to be bad, if if any of either. But <laughs> so I feel like it's, like, the, like, like the, the setup and everything, and, like, that's going to have a lot to go into it. Like it, it could go a lot of different ways, and I'm excited to see what's going to end up happening. Okay, be honest. <laughs> How are you hoping it goes? Uh, I mean, better stuff happens for us if it goes well. But I kind of want to see the other way because <laughs> I think it would be really funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like with, like, um, Ubo and Masoka acting, like, I, anyway, it's going to be great. Like, like, like that alone, like, it's just going to be fantastic. But, man, it's going <laughs> to... Yeah, there are so many ways. And, yeah, how, how well Maddie's going to be able to um, censor <laughs> the <laughs> potential <laughs> um, script. There is, I know, there's some concerns with that, so that'll be interesting to see how well that comes out. I'm really interested to see that, because Maddie went into full mama bear mode. Mm-hmm. Very protective of Ubo. Yeah, which is really, it was k- kind of nice to see that, because, I mean, especially after, like, Ubo was, like, in his, like, home turf turf with the orcs and stuff, to see that, like, it be kind of reversed when they're back in society kind of was nice. It's it's really yeah. cool. It's it's nice to see. It's nice to see the group get to react to city life, basically. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's actually a really nice conversation that happens between Maddie and Ubo, um, uh, because they split off from the rest of the group. You guys find lodging. You you st- we found out about uh, <laughs> um, Amvin. We found out about Amvin's house that apparently no, he right. just he had. <laughs> 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 Which that was great. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> I was just like, oh right, <laughs> probably has a house. That was kind of fun. But Maddie and Ubo had a nice little chat about city life and how Ubo kind of feels cramped uh, with crowds and and stuff. Mm-hmm. While the rest of the group went to the Thin Bear, so you went out to the tavern. I'm I'm genuinely curious when you went there. Did you intend on getting into a fight of some sort? No, not at all. I I didn't think that we would like end up running into that. I thought this was going to be like a short thing, and then we were going to move on to getting ready for the play. Right. Okay. Is that? Yeah, I had no idea that <laughs> we were going to get involved with stuff like that. So. 
questions. If let, let me ask everybody here a question really quickly. <clears throat> I'm just looking at the chat. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, when you guys go to taverns and stuff like that, what's the thing that you're looking for? Paintings. Like, Paint. <laughs> <laughs> this is just an avalanche joke, you know. <laughs> like, is it mostly to unwind? Is it to kind of plug into a city or town? Is it like, what's your main motivation as a character going into a tavern like that? Wow. That's a good question. I as feel a- like it's a good chance to talk to other people of the group, kind of like a campfire scene. Like, That's it's kind of. In like relative I mean- safety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's kind of the it 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 takes uh it takes it away from having to be like at an inn in a room or something where there's no other people around. Like there there can be chance encounters, right? Um but I don't know. I never think of of ta- of being a character and going into a tavern to just sort of unwind. I always feel I guess because I'm a player I always think about the tavern as the the bees nests of where something either somebody's going to get into a fight and you know crush my skull uh, outside, mm-hmm. or um, or there's going to be somebody with a hooded cloak that comes up and says, "Here's a silver dagger, and this is belongs to my <laughs> great grandfather, and I need to hire you all to take it to him," or something crazy. Spoilers. Right? That was that was going to be the next <laughs> thing. That was uh... well, <laughs> well. I mean, that's I mean Poe. Poe's interesting. Poe's an interesting character. I mean, <laughs> right? His brother, yeah, Fo, it's, it's like going to talk. Yeah, it's like it's like well, that's where things can <clears throat> things that you wouldn't expect could happen, basically, right. in any tavern. I think. Well, I feel like uh, in in a lot of traditional D anD D campaigns, there's there's two things that usually happen in bars. It's either the you get a quest. Or like a, a group meets up to get a quest or something like that. Or you get into a fight. I don't feel like we've had that many fights in taverns. I could think of like one. A couple of big ones. Yeah. yeah. Well, like episode 36 is the first one I think of with uh, with group one and the, the, the honest harlot. Oh, and I, I guess. guess yeah. yeah <laughs> and there's been some fights under a bar. I mean the the thing with the the dwarves. That's I was about to say. There's a big dwarf Ooh. fight. Yes, you're right. <laughs> there was a big dwarf fight, <laughs> but that doesn't count because they're going to fight anyway. So. The- <laughs> sorry, that was racist. I apologize. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I I don't feel like we get into too many fights, but yeah, it it because there's been um, I feel like there's been a lot of role play in bars. Uh, the talk mm-hmm. happened in a bar. The you know there there's been. There's been some stuff like that. Definitely a lot of fun drunk nights for for characters. <laughs> when I, when I, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was, I was going to say when I think of a tavern, I think more of a, a, a not necessarily a group, but like you know a collection of people, whoever they may be, reacting to who you are when you walk in the tavern and like how you sit down and eat, or like you know how you order your drink. There's always going to be someone either reacting to you or what you do. And I like that about taverns. Mm. Hmm. 
Uh, to wrap up the episode, so there is a fight in this bar. <laughs> Under the bar, technically. <laughs> and you guys met Chad, who I'd say the group reacted pretty negatively to. Uh, rightfully <laughs> so. Chad's kind of scummy, I guess? I don't know. How would you describe him? I mean, yeah. he, he's named Chad. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, but his name's Chad, so yeah, guess scummy. You're, you're saying it wrong. You guess say it the way James' character said it. Masoka said it. Okay, Chad. He did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, we have this fight. I felt so bad for James. Because he had the worst luck. Mm-hmm. You, you have that moment, right? You have that character moment where you're you're like, okay, you know what? I'm I I it's it's spotlight on me. I'm good. And he, the group tried to offer him like it's like okay, I'm going to give you some buffs, and he's like, no, 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 I I got this. I'm going to get this guy. And he proceeds to roll single digits on everything. Yikes! I felt so bad for him. Um. But I thought it was a neat, it was a neat character moment. Cause there's this line. <clears throat> um, essentially, Masoka breaks out the brass knuckles that were, uh, uh that, that were p- gonna be given to Pose. Oh, yeah. Uh, that made me burst out laughing. Uh, like, the Tupo? The way, <laughs> no, the oh, way yeah. Masoka was... just like, he, he like turned around and pulled out brass knuckles. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. Oh, the the two po thing was, <laughs> yeah. And he proceeds to wallop Chad, <laughs> technically losing the fight because he cheated, cheated, and all that. And you guys get kicked out of the bar. And as you guys are walking away, James just says in deadpan, "He's like, oh, I won. Like it's like he he beating the guy's ass was the goal, not technically winning the fight. And I thought that was a really cool character thing that you get to see <laughs> that from Masoka's point of view. He's like, I, I won. I don't, I'm still standing. So I thought it yeah. was really cool. Yeah. I thought, I, I like the way James plays Masoka. I feel like if I ever made a rogue or a thief, like in real life games that are not televised, I would definitely go. <laughs> the, uh, I'd go, I'd go the around and vivo, not in vivo. vivo. I would go the Masoka route because it's just like it's just he's just really fun to listen to, and, it, and, oh, and I'm, I'm used I'm used to seeing James as Dagon, right? So like, yeah, hear him on the opposite end of the spectrum. It's like holy shit, this is great. This is fucking gold. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I just wanted. Go sorry. ahead, please. No, I just wanted it so bad for like some type of like authoritative figure to be around when he pulled out the black grass. I was begging for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just I wanted to see what he would do if he, you know, if you know, he just got caught like a teenager. Like, what, is he gonna run? Is he gonna go to yeah. jail? I just want to know. Just a small, oh. just essentially just smoking weed on the streets uh, of like it's... a major city, <laughs> and it's a pretty straight laced city. Like Winter Haven's pretty. Yeah, he just pretty out in the open, pure daylight. It's just oh my god, I love it. <laughs> I'm I. I'll be honest with you guys. I have never really been a fan of rogues. 
mostly because the way you see them played is that stereotypical, I'm going to steal from the party, or yep. I'm going to try and lift everything that, that, that isn't nailed down, and I'm going to hamper role play, and I'm going to make this about me in every single scene. That's, <laughs> I don't know why, but that is what, that is what I think of when I think of a rogue. Mm, that's what I think of when I think of bards. Really? And yet here I am. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, I always think of bards as really good-natured. No, well, maybe because like when I had groups in the past, the bard was always like, "I can do everything." It's like, well, you just ruined the fun. Thank you for playing the game. <laughs> 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 but um, having, I don't know, like having uh, like this recent crop of 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 roguish behavior. I don't know. It's kind of changed my opinion on that. Like, it's it's been really cool to see that because it's yeah, we have a lot of rogues this time around. <laughs> <laughs> that worried the shit out of me before we started our two. <laughs> really? <laughs> a tiny bit, just because again, like it's like I I feel like there's a I don't know I I the, not you guys, but I have had a bad experience <laughs> or two, um in in another game, like a not DNR game, and it just it soured me the entire uh it just soured me the the entire rogue experience breeze in the chat i remember this oh man <laughs> there are some long talks <laughs> there's always long talks dude i'm i'm perpetually worried about something there's <laughs> oh my god but that's that's pretty much the end of episode 23 we we wrapped up with that fight and you guys getting kicked out of a bar and uh we'll we'll see what happens on the next episode Yep. Yeah. Oh, good lord. I'm so thirsty. Episode 24 of our two remnants uh, aired on January 15th, 2018. Uh, this is a group B episode. Uh, and, uh, they spent the, spent the better part of the episode investigating Donhurst, trying to find out what happened to the populace, finding a lot of, of bodies. And uh, trying to piece some clues together, like what's what what happened in the city and what's going on and and such. Um, uh, but we start out the episode with with Calden getting these these visions, uh, essentially of um, undead activity, you know, around the group and then branching outward, kind of uh, around the continent and maybe maybe the world. Um, what do you think? What do you think might come of that, if anything? I would like to hope that it is the resurgence of Ectoronis, maybe. I don't know. I'm just, you know, throwing that out there. Oh. <laughs> uh, that might be a long shot. I, I, I feel, I thought like the point of the entire vision was kind of the opposite of that. Like there was a lot of stuff that like, they're like people, they're good and bad. And that was like a lot of like the Vecna stuff. Like that was kind of what I got the feeling from, but I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, to me it was more like it's not really discriminate. They just need to be held back. Like they need like it doesn't it doesn't matter if they're good or bad just because they're like the bad ones. They need to be held back so bad like everyone just like I don't know, just I just it, it's hard to explain, but just like it's not it's more about neutra- neutrality and like just making sure nothing happens in general. More than it is about like damnation or anything, I feel like. Yeah, so, I mean, go long. go please go ahead. 
like like I feel like the like he d- got like the vision just because like that's what like Vecna was what feels because he's like connected to the undead inside. Yeah, I don't think there was any like purpose behind it. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, those these these people here and stuff. That's more a side effect. Like uh, yeah, like, that's yeah. a thing. Yeah, I was gonna ask, is that permanent? I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if we're gonna talk like spoilers out here because everyone's already seen the episode. But that feeling he has where he can sense undead is that something that stays with him? I don't, I don't remember if he answered that or not. I, I don't, I don't believe I have, but I can answer it for you right here if you'd like. Oh yes, please. And, and for our for our live Twitch listeners, uh, <laughs> hi Twitch listeners, hi. Um, like the arm, it's something that's going to fade. But it's mm-hmm. uh, it, it's something I'd like to crop up a little bit before it goes. Mm. Okay. Uh, so he's temporarily like the guy from the dead zone for just a little bit. Tiny bit. Tiny bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's it's I mean, obviously, you guys have had bigger fish to fry recently. <laughs> You've had a rough day. That's that's yeah. something I saw in the chat. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, much like group four had, you basically are having the longest day. Uh, in the, 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 I believe you're still stuck, uh, on the 11th of Yesti in, uh, in Donhurst as of this episode that we're talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let me see. Wood Mountain Sea Bear, I just subscribed on Patreon. Woo! Thank you! Thank you, Wood Mountain nice. Sea Bear. Thank Ooh. you so much. I'm assuming the MNT is mountain. That's what I thought. That's what yeah. I thought is mountain. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. I don't know. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if you guys do, like, become undead police or something. Like, I, I don't know if that's something. <laughs> I, I feel, I, I feel like if, I, I, I don't know, like, with, like, the closest option being the, like, super powerful vampire in the, in the, uh, the castle on the hill. Like, I feel like that could go pretty badly. Oh, uh, we're, we're, we're leaving her alone. We were excited. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. That means really, like, I think even in characters, every one of our characters is like, no, vampires? Yeah, no. no, no. no. <laughs> I had I had a couple of different people hit me up, and they were just asking, it's like, please tell me they're going to that castle. Please tell me. <laughs> and I, the, the, at the time, I'm like, there's no way they're going to that castle. Yeah, no. Thank <laughs> <laughs> like, not at like level three or whatever you guys guess. Like that that seems like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um so moving on in the episode, uh you guys fanned out, you you were searching through the city, basically looking for survivors. Large specifically was looking for Ellen, his friend. And uh eventually the group found out that there were some survivors, there were people who left. The the reason they left is kind of up in the air. You're not exactly sure, but it looked like people had time to pack and leave. So it it might be unrelated to something that was happening in the city. It might have just been f- like a business trip or or something like that. But um, it looks like Lark's friends made it out. Uh, where she is 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 kind of anyone's guess right now. But that's at least some good news in that pile of garbage you guys mm-hmm. were handed. Yeah, definitely. Garbage is a good way to describe. The situation for sure. I would put like garbage fire first, but garbage normally is good. When you guys were exploring the mines and stuff, did you think anything was going to be down there? Yeah, first, sure. okay. I absolutely thought that like there would be some survivors trapped down there, you know. But uh, I was wrong. 
That thing, so from what I remember, that thing, he ate, he was it, it, gender neutral. It was eating people. So that's the consensus we got, because from all the evidence around, right? It was it like, looked like it, them up. yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, when you, when you said it, like, I envisioned him just grabbing people, like, from a bowl of, like, popcorn and just, rah, just like, scooping them up. And I was like, damn, good thing that we didn't bite this guy. Because our first idea was to go down there, like, before the... Yep. Right? Before the, the ritual. <laughs> okay. In oh, retrospect, man. that would have been, like... I would be, I'd be playing the monk right now. I'd be playing my monk that I have in the wings, waiting. Mm-hmm. Can I Can yeah. I be super honest with you guys? Can I level? Mm-hmm. Yes. Please. That would not have gone well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't yeah. know. I... Demons uh, that we've seen on the show so far have not been something you just want to casually go down and meet in battle. Because when you kill them, they blow up. It's like, oh, sweet. So they have like the last word. Always. <laughs> they, they don't all blow up. <laughs> in Braylon's mind, demons, when they die, they blow up. That's all he, that's all he remembers. That's the only experience he's had with yeah. demons. Yeah. Oh, man. Um... But yeah, that would have been that would have been a nasty, nasty fight. I don't know how that. W- I mean, I, I, my, looking at the math, the paper math, I don't think that would have went well, unless yeah. you guys got really lucky. Um, I feel like that would have been a retreat type of situation. That's that's just me though. But I can't <laughs> tell you guys when you're heading into a situation like that. So when you guys are moving toward the mine. I'm prepping things on this side that you can't see. I'm like, shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get emails. Yeah. I was about to say. <laughs> well, I think you did a good job. I think for, I got to give kudos for like the amazing DM work you did where it's like, okay, getting close to the mine. You see more and more golems. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, this, that's a problem. Like why, why are there more? It's like, okay, you're at the mine. There's a thousand golems in the front. It's like, okay, well, let's rethink about us going inside. Let's not let's not rush this. Yeah, I think it was Jamie who was like jumping. It's like, why the fuck are we heading here then? Like, let's let's go. Like, I think it was that. Like, right about that time. I've noticed that that's like the second time. Well, that's the first time it happened on the show. But I think in this episode, this the second incident was when we we're going to the bar, which I'm sure you're gonna bring up probably later on. But and then Valerie, uh, Elena was like, wait, why are we going into a bar? They love alcohol. And we're like, oh, whoops. <laughs> look at camera shrug oh well you know like <laughs> yeah i think that was valerie actually yeah, yeah valerie yeah. valerie was the one with the cool the the, the cool head under pressure and just <laughs> let's talk about that let's talk about the fang because you guys just wanted to sleep you just wanted to take a rest and i felt so bad because man did you deserve it mm-hmm. the but statement it's beautiful right here. I like this slide. I love it. Time <laughs> to rest. The fang arrive and surprise the I, I'm just curious. Out of character, did anyone remember that they were... We definitely coming? did, but I, 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 for one, as a player, thought we have plenty of time. Jason would never allow us <laughs> so, 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 so I, to go through so, the so milestone. Was that, was that 20-year-old how fast they were going to show up well, at yeah, one point? It, <laughs> I was doing dice, roll, dice rolls for the fang. Because yeah. they were de- like GB, <clears throat> uh, Grippy definitely had a lead on them, and because there were so many of them, it was going to take them a little longer and stuff. But I, they had to get there eventually. So yeah, it was just it, it was just the way it worked out. Um, also, I don't know if do you think it, go ahead, please. How the fuck did they climb that wall without spider climb? 
Excuse me, Fang. <clears throat> we came up with a beautiful did you guys, idea. Did you I, guys I, lock the door behind you? We did. We did. Mm-hmm. We did. We did. So mm-hmm. they have hookshots from Zelda, or uh, they Zelda, have the they're, they're Bioshock. They're uh, Re- Reaver Reapers. Yeah. What are they? Which one? The big daddies? Or what are we talking about? No, no. The the uh, oh, the one the splicers. Splicers. Thank you. Splicers. Yeah. Yeah, they must have climbed that wall extremely fast. Or they just were on the other side for the longest time, and we didn't hear them. Well, you guys were pretty deep into the city at one point, and and looking around and stuff. But yeah, um, <clears throat> it's <laughs> Irish Katana. If you ever think, "Nah, Jason would never be that mean," that is exactly what Jason <laughs> would do. Mm. I I resent that. I'm I. <laughs> Uh, exhibit A, Briar Troll as we're running away. <clears throat> that was Cowboy. dice rolls. That one, was no arm, one arm called in, like, oh, I'm bleeding. Oh, oh shit, Briar Troll. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> exhibit B, the fang. Oh, oh yeah. but yeah, I, that, uh, <clears throat> the fang gets into the city. And you guys are basically not on the run, but you're hiding. You, you want to just kind of duck into a place to, uh, to, to, to get your wits about you. Get, give it some time so you can think. And, um, you were going to duck into a bar, the soft hound. And, uh, like we said, I believe it was Valerie who kind of chirped up. It's like, this is dumb. Why are we like, let's not go here. And, um, you you ended up hiding in a house across the street just as they they they're coming down the way uh and you're on the second floor and then Trent wanders into the building mvp of the fang for sure <laughs> he gets around he definitely gets around i was really hoping i'll be honest with you guys i was really hoping that that Karen would have a scene with Trent. <laughs> I envisioned that, it being like that, that, te- that the teen uh, coming upstairs. Kiss me. That, that felt so uncomfortable. That was happening. <laughs> like, uh, what? What? Him in the house? No, the thing where like everyone was kind of like pressuring Karen and and, and Callie to do that, and she very oh, clearly everyone everyone was Valerie. Yeah, but she, like, very clearly did not want to and was, like, super uncomfortable with it. It was like, no, no, do it. It'd be so funny. It's like, eh. (laughs) Valerie wanted that more than anything. Valerie wanted that more than air, I think. Um, I like her. I like her, her, uh, her Callie impression. Oh, my God, Trent, what are you doing here? (laughs) 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 But that didn't happen. Uh, we got Larg. Kind of squaring off with, with oh Trent. Larg, that was so good. I love that scene. Oh my god! I just, <laughs> can you talk about Larg for a second as a Please. character? Like, have you I ever know. seen a character just just so get planted onto this onto a group and say, "All right, let's go"? I've never seen that. Man, I'd fall that guy to hell. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I love it's him. the confidence. So like, you just came just from the gate with just like knowing like what to do. How to play his character? He just has it figured out, man. He's just so such a great addition. Absolutely. To be fair, this is something from the his Patreon game, right? I know. I was about to say he's cheated. So yeah, he's, okay. yeah, he's <laughs> cheated. He got a he got a study sheet before the exam. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, here's I, I, I. What's weird about this entire situation is I don't know how long the concept of Larg was in Jameson's head. All the credit in the world to Jameson because it's difficult to. 
even taking an existing character like Lark, Lark was in the Patreon games. And I think he had like three sessions, something like that with Lark. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're in a group with like five, six other people, something like that. It's tough to, uh, it's tough to even take an existing character. And, and he said Lark was a very different yeah, on yeah. Patreon. It was different, yeah, like yeah. different stats, different, you know, but the concept is pretty much, you know, the same. Taking that and transplanting it on a new group, that's, that's gotta be difficult. That's yeah. gotta, you know, but. Also, can I say, I really love that it lined up like having, like him in one group and Ubo in another, like the two very different half works. Like uh-huh. I just really love that sort of like the just seeing that it's really cool. Can I tell you, I love that because I think there's a, there's a concept that, that gets around on the show. If there's only one dwarf, if there's only mm-hmm. one minotaur, if there's only one of something, mm-hmm. then people just think, Oh, they're all, they're all like that. Even if there are NPCs that show up on the show that are different, it's like, yeah, but I mean, they're all basically like Duncan, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. and it's, it's a thing that's easy to, to, to get across with two half works that are grossly different from one another. I'd, I'd say Ubo is way more in touch with his orcish heritage and Larg is way more in touch with more of a, with a human. Uh, heritage and it's mm-hmm. it's really really interesting to see i like the fact that he worships arathus too like mm-hmm. that's a huge yep. that's a huge departure from like yep. the what yep. you imagine like all well, the orc gods i don't know i'm sure that in, in theory they're different but like a, a half orc worshiping arathus that to me i was like that's amazing like, i'm so curious a, about his backstory to have. like how did he end up like this like it's i'm so curious Especially in Donhurst, with like their Donhurst history with orcs and stuff, it's like, oh, there's got to be something interesting there. I'm, I'm sure we're gonna get to it, man. Because yeah, it, it's maybe if fate cuts Group B a break, maybe, <laughs> maybe, but you know, no. Thinking of that, so how, how, how do you think your chances are with getting those horses back? I'm just curious. Oh, bad. Very bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys are in a pretty just... tight spot right now. Uh, we're, probably, them... we're, we're probably going to have to owe money for sure. Like Those are the fangs horses down. <laughs> yeah, they don't belong to us anymore. <laughs> it's just, it's just, uh, in this episode, we, uh... Oh man, that was, because you guys like checked on them and everything and then the fangs yeah. showed yeah. up and that was so bad. It's like, oh yeah. no. I almost said something bad, Jason. I almost. I, saw, I heard. I, I almost. I was like, oh! <laughs> so proud of you. Oh my god. Oh, I have to wait till Monday. Next. Yeah. 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 Damn it. Okay. Never yep. mind. It. It. It's a coming. It's a coming. Oh my god. That. Uh. That. That pretty much wraps us up for the episode, though, man. That's that's episode twenty four and. We did get to record with Group B, so we know we know how that goes. But man, I, oh, that's a good it, one. That's it's a good, a good one. one. I, everything we have in the can right now is really great, and we get to record with Group A tomorrow. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited. This is the f- furthest ahead that I think we've been because we've been living pretty hand to mouth when it comes to like, okay, th- we just got this recorded. We have a week to edit it. Go, 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 or sometimes less. This has been nice to to have a little bit of a backlog. Ah, you're getting soft, getting lazy. Are you a snowflake? <laughs> I just need my safe space, Jasper. Okay, just leave me alone. Um, yeah. one more thing before we move on to Therian feedback. Thank you guys on Discord for for providing some. Um, oh, that was that was a good that was a good sentence, Pauls, to take that drink. That was that huge that huge swig of vodka. That yep. <laughs> I am plastered ninety percent of my day. Um, 
<laughs> uh, a, a huge thanks once again to Robert Schwab for hosting a Shadow of the Demon Lord game. Yeah, that was, uh, that was, that's a good listen, too. It's really cool. It's it's a complete departure from what we usually do, and it's a completely different flavor. It was a nice little one-off. It's I don't know if we'll ever get a chance to do something like that, that particular thing again, but it was really nice of him to, to sit and do it. We had to it took us months to arrange it and like he's a crazy busy guy. We have our schedule, so it was really cool of him. I hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> Irish Katana, Bree, who's drunker, Poe or Jason? <laughs> I'm worried that people take that seriously and they think that I'm an actual <laughs> alcoholic. I really am not. I don't drink. Um, no, it's the shower thing more than the drinking. It's the, that's my big problem. You've been around me. Uh, that, there's a reason it's only been a couple of times. <laughs> that one hurt. That was... Sorry. Sorry. No. <laughs> It's just tough love. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta step up. Come I needed on. to hear it. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, crystals aren't deodorant. I, I mean, I know it's, I, this, it's not going to work. <laughs> uh, Craig J from uh, from Discord. Will Group C try to resurrect the uh, White Ravens after meeting Poe, especially if Alarath plays the ne- "I nearly died" card? <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you think that's the thing that Group C would be interested in? Um, I personally don't think so. I don't think we're headed in that mm-hmm. direction. I don't think we feel like the Ravens are is ours to resurrect is a problem. Yeah, you guys don't strike me as like, hey, let's assemble a new top secret police force that's like does the good of mankind. Like that's, I don't see Group C as as that type of build. Okay, let me ask you a question then. What does Group C strike you as? Oh, they're they're like uh, they remind me of like a medieval Ocean's Eleven almost. <laughs> like everyone has like a good set of skills, and if they wanted to, they could pull off a great heist. But they, for the direction they're going, it seems like they're more uh, just kind of exploring. It looks like because no one's been to On a Call in a while, and I think they're the first group to go there since Group B of the olden days, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I see them more of like. Uh, a very da- a very dangerous Star Trek crew. <laughs> That's kind of true. I, there's uh, been a lot of uh... we just never get beamed up. I guess no, <laughs> there's nowhere nowhere to beam up to. Yeah, we've all got red shirts on. Um, oh, uh, I don't know. I it, it's interesting. Uh, back to the question specifically, like I don't know. I keep I keep feeling like there's a little seed of something where maybe it's not the white ravens because i think the white ravens honestly is dead right like the the white ravens are gone i think there can't be another white ravens but there could be something that that comes out of the ashes of the white ravens maybe not like uh, something exactly like that but just the seeds of what the white ravens stood for or i don't know i I just feel like there's got to be something um that's in there especially since uh like elrath is like yeah i'll come hang out with you Poe, like that's interesting, and it it might not even be something with a name. It might just be yeah. That's what I mean, like the concept or the right the the hey, we need to be good or do good things for people. You know, like that's basically that's that's really generic, but that's the point. Is like to to, to right the wrongs, right? Right. So, huh. I, I think there's there's seeds there. Uh, let's see. Jinxie from Discord. 
Any thoughts on Calden and Vecna? Uh, Elrath and her newly found religion? Or, okay, let's tackle these one at a time. Um, Calden and Vecna. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Uh, I thought it was really cool to get some, like, kind of clarification on what Vecna does and what his role is and everything. Like, with him, like, patrolling the border for, like, the demons and stuff. I thought that was really cool. We don't get much into the gods on mm-hmm. the show. Not I think it's Arc One. Not really, and and that was very specific gods, or, or or that was towards the end. It was very general, like the gods. But I feel like Cord's gotten a lot of play on the show. Um, uh, Raven Queen, um, a monitor probably has a lot of of, but we haven't really broken down exactly what each god does. We've done it on Patreon. We did like a Living in Theory on it, but. I don't think we've done anything in the main show about it. So mm-hmm. it is nice to explore that. I, for one, do not like this union of Calden and Vecna because I feel like everyone trying to be Calden's best friend, he already has one. So back the fuck off, Vecna. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you give him an arm, great, but I give him friendship. So I know, it's go. a shame he didn't keep, get to keep the cool arm. <laughs> oh, cool, cool. Cool is one way to describe it. Yeah. I guess. How the hell would you walk through town with that? I know, that would have been so great. That was just like. <laughs> Dad, ask the character could, like, art. See out of the eyeball, like Saint <laughs> Saint Euler in the oh, chat. Three. Saint <laughs> <laughs> uh, Euler in the chat. Do group uh, groupy characters realize that they're in some deep shit? <laughs> no, I have no. We have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think we realized the minute we got there when everyone was gone. I yes, definitely. Uh, I. I think that that came through that you guys realized I cuz you already took a beating just getting there. Yeah. Yes, we did. And then we got another well, not really a beating, but we we could we avoided monumentous beating by not going in the mines. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been ugh, shuddering thinking about it. <laughs> or if 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 Ian missed any role on that on the the sub the ritual because like yeah. you, didn't, you didn't miss a single one. Nope, not a single one. And that was going to get more complex and like interesting stuff was going to happen. I had it all planned. It's like, man, you are doing great. <laughs> I don't need to do any of this other stuff. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on LRF? Kind of maybe finding like a faith, like a, like a god to worship, because that's never come up for that character before, really. Do you think that's going to come into play later on, or? Do you think that's going to maybe change how Elrath thinks in, you know, approaching combat or or uh, kind of tense situations where normally it would be let's fight them? Do you think that's going to change? I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's going to change what she thinks in combat, but I think it's going to affect a lot of other things outside of that. It just depends on how 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 she feels about like having a near death experience and like how much she feels saved. I, I, I feel like it could be a factor in, in, uh, in her future for sure. Hmm. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I, I think that group C and for each character and, and sort of as a whole, we're looking for doors to open, right? Like we came to own a call, but that's like, what's, what's next? What's behind the, what door can we, we open up and go through? And I think that that's a clear door of, near-death experience and, you know, um, 
and being saved and then kind of just reevaluating. So I, I think I think there's stuff there for sure. Right. And the thing about Elrath as a character, if you think about it, what does she love doing? She likes saying she's so she's so grateful and she loves saying thank you for whatever, like the littlest thing she will be appreciative of it. So imagine a god and like, you know, how how would you think a god? You you know, you'd pray to him and maybe convert. So I could definitely see that. That's really interesting. <clears throat> um, uh, let's see. In the chat, uh, Wood Mountain Sea Bear. Uh, Braylon is one of my favorite characters. I love how you play him. Amen. That's really cool. Uh, St. Euler, Jason, how do you deal with the timelines being separate? What if group C... Uh, what if Group C met someone in Donhurst at the play, for example? Or Group A. Or Group, yeah. Group A met someone. Well, okay. The timeline is the timeline, right? Um, characters being separate. Sometimes it's just a matter of, oh, okay. Alex's internet died. That's why he didn't say anything. (laughs) That, that is why. Thank you, Bree. Um, yeah, the, the, the timeline is just what happens in the timeline. And then most of the, most of the time, it's a good thing that the groups are as separate as they are. But we've, we've had groups cross over before. And usually it's whoever gets to a city or town first. And obviously what they do is canon. So that carries over to the next group further down the timeline. It, it's very rare that. Uh, like two groups would be in the same spot at the same time. And if they are, it's usually just treated like if they're in a big town or city or something like that, there are tens of thousands of people there. What are the odd, like two, two people could be in New York city at the same time. That doesn't mean you're going to run into them. Like it's, it's pretty rare when you think about it in terms of like logistics, but yeah, it's usually not a huge deal. Uh, ditch pump on discord uh, after getting and losing the skeletal arm, uh, did that give Kaladin any ideas about aligning himself with greater powers in order to perhaps get and keep an arm? Um, this is more of a Braylon question following up. Um, uh, I, I don't know, honestly. I don't know how Ian's gonna play that. Um, I do know Ian loves I think he loves the idea of bigger things on the table, like down the road. You guys, the, the group B has been dealing with some bigger shit. And, uh, I think if you guys get out of the woods, that might be something for him to consider, but I can't speak for Ian. Um, Kate Bush camp. That is really cool. Hey, Jasper, my wife and I named our first child Jasper, uh, after we couldn't agree how to spell Merrick. True story. <laughs> I can't, I, if there was a kid named Merrick after Merrick Alpha Red, I yeah. think I'd probably jump off a bridge because it couldn't get any better than that. And I'd that's, just be like, I'm it. out of here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jasper does just as well for me. So um, that's that's amazing. <laughs> that's really amazing. Uh, do you mind if I try to spell Merrick real quick? I just want to know, see if do I know it. it. Oh, please. M E. Nope. You what? are already out of what? Yeah, no, yep. No. What is that name? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally right there in the chat. <laughs> ask uh, ask Bree. She knows. Yeah. Wait, yeah. no, wait. Actually, <laughs> I, tried to, I tried to do it off memory. Um, is it? 
Is, M- is it M-A? <laughs> it is M-A. And how is it Mer... Mer- okay, whatever. It's Marek, technically. Marek. Marek. See, I came in confident because I know how it ends. <laughs> uh, M-A-R-R-E-K. Marek. It's not as good as M A R I K. Two R's. Two R's. It's so good. It's impossible, says Pri. <laughs> that's how, okay. Steve in the chat, like Mawage. That's how exactly. I. That's how I memorized <laughs> it. Eventually, Mawage. It's true. I mean, uh, you know, I'm sure that most people in theory don't even know how to spell anyway. So it's just. What does it sound like? Merrick. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, you guys hear me? Hello? Oh hey, my God. Alex is oh, back. I, I don't know what's going to happen because it keeps dying coming back. Uh, what, it's not you... just me. It's the it's the area, I believe, from looking oh, at no. the map. Yeah, so. Do you I'll want to answer it. a question real quick before you yes. fade away? Yes, before I fade into the ether. If Braylon finds out what Calden has been doing to small animals, would that change the way he sees him? Oh my God. Could uh, something yeah. like that tear a rift in their friendship, or is their history too deep to let it cause problems? I think he'd be shocked because, like, you know, I, as a halfling, I'd like to think Braylon cares for little creatures like, oh, mouse, frogs, lovely. <laughs> but, like, you know, he likes Calden more than little creatures. He'd try to listen to reason first, but then I think he'd have the same thing to have with Actaronis. This is, like, almost orb level where, it like, there's something that, that's driving them that looks like it'll turn them into somebody different. And he doesn't want them to be different than what they are now. Mm. Do you feel like Braylon's a character who like fears change, or is it just you, mm. you're you're used to the way things are now? You'd rather not well, see that. He's not afraid of change. It's more of like it depends on what the change is doing to the person. Like what a detector right. right? He was like, "Oh, I need the orb," because he, he didn't tell us he was getting visions. He was just like, "Oh, I need the orb. I need it. We need it on our team." You know, there wasn't any explanation. Like, "Oh, I, I need it because I want to see my past." Right. Um, with this one. I mean, he'd have to listen to Calden's explanation. If it was telling, if he told him what, oh well, you know, I can't talk about explanations without uh, talking about the next episode. But right, yeah, never mind, <laughs> never mind. But you, that's twice you caught yourself. I'm oh so my god, that's Oof. the problem with having a backlog is you have to, yeah, like we all have to catch ourselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I really want to talk about that. But oh man, it's good. Ditch pump again. Uh, how does Aster feel about the upcoming play? Uh, do they share Maddie's fears of Ubo being exploited, or are they excited? Um, I, I don't feel like they are really super concerned about the um, <laughs> the way that orcs are being portrayed to the public. Shall we say that's not really their not i mean there's a lot of bad feelings with works themselves so they're not like so they probably wouldn't like super care either way they just think it's like really hilarious the fact that like an orc is going to be in a play like that's just like that fact alone is just like just so like weird and it's they're they're looking forward to to just watching everyone uh perform <laughs> And seeing how it all turns out, they're they're pretty much enjoying being along for the ride. <laughs> this is uh, this is kind of crept in <clears throat> to role play here and there, but Aster definitely, I, I definitely has not displayed a fondness for orcs. 
Yeah, it's, I mean... It, <laughs> Disaster I mean, see orcs as less than, or is it no. just bad experiences? Yeah, I mean, it's... Hmm, I feel like they... <laughs> like I feel like they probably like if we like ran across like any like warforged they also have some negative feelings towards them as well just from like bad past experiences like it's not like they like they see orcs like people and stuff they just and it's not that they see them as lesser that just like see them as like for the most part they're a destructive force gotcha. kinda <laughs> okay yeah um Opening that up to the rest of the group, how do you feel like your characters would uh, would respond to to orcs? Not necessarily half orcs, just just a full blooded orc. Hmm. Uh. Skeptically, so kind of yeah. approaching with caution. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe not a half orc. It depends on the context, but. Give me the right, give me the right circumstances, and an orc starts coming towards me. I'd get my weapon out just to make sure. Okay, interesting. Yeah, you know, if I see an orc just, you know, like dragging blades across his body, like signaling what he's going to do to me. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to start brisk walking the other way. Right, <laughs> and that's fair enough. That's definitely fair enough. Oh my god! And uh, I think we got one more from Ditch Pump. Yep. Um, could we be seeing a return of Poe as a pseudo member of group C? Would Merrick have any desire to try and get him back on his feet and, uh, in the action for a greater cause? We kind of talked a little bit about that earlier. True. Um, I, I can't speak for whether Poe would become, you know, like a, like a, uh, recurring character constantly. I don't know if Poe's like in and out or, or there for the long haul, but, um, yeah, Merrick would totally, I mean, that, you know, whenever, whenever, uh, Poe and Merrick first saw each other and Merrick was, it was all kind of weird, um, uh, you know, a few episodes back, I, I think part of that was Merrick being like, okay, dude, look, we gotta, we gotta get you back on your feet. But mm. honestly, I don't think it's come to light that Poe's really that bad off. So I, I don't know that Merrick needs to take him under his wing or like, come on, dude, let's get you cleaned up. Right. I honestly think if anything, it would just be sort of like a, Hey, you sure you want to stick around here? Like we could, we could make a difference somewhere else or doing something here or, you know, maybe, maybe helping Poe realize his full potential or something, but I don't think he's bad off. I think he's actually, I'm, you know, it sounds like he's pretty, uh, pretty happy in a way. Well, I guess we'll have to see when we, when we play again. Uh, I mean, I mean, he's dead from the, he's dead. Yeah, I mean, from the oh, last episode, yeah. but that hasn't come out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bree just figured out why your nickname's Jasper. <laughs> there you go. Jasper. That's, well, you know, so my nickname was that for a long time because Jason Permenter, J-A-S-P-E-R. Um, and then whenever I got on to DNR, we realized that's going to be a mind fuck all it's the time. confusing as shit. Right. So it's like, there's only one Jason here. So I was like, okay, well, I've got a nickname. Let's go for it. Guys. Great story. Great that's, story. Yeah. I, <laughs> I laughed. I cried. Um, that's the end of feedback, man. That's, that's pretty much the end of our show. Do you guys want to talk about anything before we, before we wrap stuff up? Mm-mm. I mean, 
No, because all the cool stuff's the next episode. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have I kind of have a question. I don't know yet because you guys recorded one more episode, but for um, Group B, after like do you, like if if you manage to get out of the city, like what would be your plan after that? Like fall asleep managed... in the ground. Just fall on the ground. <laughs> Same. Um, but yeah, like if you like managed to like escape with the bell, like where would you take it to get mm-hmm. away from the black hand and stuff? Is that? Oh, well, I think our original goal was to keep the bell, right? To like use it as a bargaining chip or like hold it as a hostage, figuratively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but like the more, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, this is a really crazy plan. Like. <laughs> like, you're holding something a very dangerous individual and her organization of spies assassins and demons wants and you're like waving in their face like haha you can't have it like what do we think is gonna happen <laughs> yeah but like also uh, like having it as a bargaining chip implies that you would be giving it to her at some point if the yeah. right bargain came up that's right funny. right yeah and that, that's another point i think when i went i had, I had lunch with ian like uh at the day before last recording so last saturday and we talked about it very briefly. Um, and we we're like, well, we should probably like find where the people went first. Like, I know the bell, yeah. you know, the bell is important, but like, we have it. Like, p- part part of the ten step program, step one. <laughs> you know, so just the the next two steps are getting out of the city, and then you know, look, looking for wherever Larg's friend Ellen went. I guess because he is the newest addition, and Braylon always takes it upon himself to make sure everyone's got their uh, financials and personal matters in order before progressing with Group B. <laughs> Welcome to Group B. You have a will, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> next of kin, because they might need to be contacted. You, you got to plan after this whole adventuring thing, right? You got something set up? <laughs> it's like not. Week, Let it's me tell here. you. coin. It's a new currency. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it would not. <laughs> returns, guaranteed. This Let's do it. Cakes in Brightport right now. Let's do it. <laughs> it's only available through the Brightport Market Exchange. So, <laughs> for you, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a representative. You know, notarized and everything. Wow, we got to think of the name of this coin and also the the stock num- uh, letters for it, like <laughs> THR, THC Theracoin, just like yeah. drugs. Yeah, okay, you're right. Damn, buying drugs? Are you buying Theracoin? You don't know. Half the fun. I like how this devolved so quickly. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Kelly. I didn't mean for it to fall apart. Like, no, no, it's great. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much. Firstly, for for doing the show, being on the panel this uh, this month. Thank you guys. Of course. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Even though my internet shat itself. <laughs> it's not like you could help it. Like, it's... internets do that. Yeah. yeah, it was a good punch to the modem and uh, solved everything. <laughs> Uh, and thank you guys for, for joining us live on Twitch. Uh, we do have a Patreon. If you'd like to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R. And we do tons and tons and tons of extra content, uh, literally hours and hours of recordings and stuff. Uh, every single month goes up on Patreon. Um, we do a thing called the Beastry. Uh, which is getting ready to go up this next week. So if you wanted to play the Klikor at home, we're going to release stats for it. And there's fucking awesome artwork uh, that uh, uh, Jameson did. And it's, it's sexy guys. I can't wait till you see it. It is. Uh, it's really cool. I'm going to use the Klikor for sure. 
That's, oh. that's going to get used. <laughs> <laughs> um, so other than that, yeah, thank you guys. And uh, we'll see you next month for a brand new extended rest. Bye. 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 Bye.